All right, we are all set. Let me get rid of these alerts. There we go. Good morning, everyone. What is today? Today is the last, hold on, let me get adjusted here, the last day of 2021. You still have, what, I don't know how many hours left to, you know, make peace with 2021, to let it go. But we're going to chat all about that. Good morning, everyone. This is Carol So a.k.a. Naughty Boss, live, as you can tell, I'm in the tank top back in my... Uh, my my home office with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, also the digital diva. I love that. I love the word diva. Not many people like that, but I love it because I think it embraces, you know, all that is good and exciting. That's how I look at the term diva. So it's a term of endearment for myself, which obviously I love. Um, so Friday, fantabulous, fantabulous Friday, um, 12.31.21. And, you know, as you, you know, meet people on the street or wherever you may be and you say, hello, see you next year. Really, it's, you know, obviously hours away, right? Um, and we were chatting, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago about, you know, from our generation when, we were children, uh, New Year's Eve and that excitement. Um, you know, I can recall our parents having people over, but it was Guy Lombardi and his orchestra. And it was, I remember that being such a, an exciting and uh, listening to Guy Lombardo and his, um, his orchestra and, you know, the countdown to New Year's Eve always, excuse me, always amazing, always exciting. And speak of speaking of exciting, before we get into our discussion for the podcast, boy, do we have an amazing lineup in January. Well, actually the first quarter of 2022, we have a total of five new guests coming on. Um, excuse me, our first next Wednesday, which will be January 5th at 9 a.m. Um, so look for some more information on that. Lots of good things happening. And, you know, let's go talking about air travel, which. <laughs> well, you know, we're always authentically us and, you know, sharing our journey, sharing, you know, kind of what we're going through because it's relatable because so many other people are going through it, right? And how, how do you deal with that? You know, you're at, you know, we've been talking about really ringing out 2021 in a positive way instead of looking at all the negatives. And, you know, he, we were getting the alerts. Well, we actually didn't get the alerts. That, that's a whole other story, which I'll chat about. But we, you know, we arrived on time. We kept checking the status because we knew that there were some residual flight issues, uh, mostly international, but yeah, definitely there were some, some issues with uh, airlines across the United States. Some of it has to do with many people. And a lot of these airlines, though, you got to remember, a lot of them uh, require and mandate um, that arm juice. And they're seeing an influx of many of their staff come down with the virus. So what does that do? We know that like in any typical flu season, the same thing, it's a domino effect, right? 
So that was part of the issue. The other part of the issue was, uh, I believe in Orlando, they're uh, also on strike. And I believe it's the union, like the baggage claim, you know, people, uh, employees or whatnot. And I don't know if it's just them. So that is a residual effect throughout the day. They get backed up, you know, clogged down and each flight receiving uh, the passengers receiving their their bags gets longer and longer so that was the other piece to it the interesting funny thing is you always have to find humor in a situation like that and I was like, oh you know because i was i was listening to so many people around me and uh, i mean I had great conversations with so many people john was a little you know frustrated let's go brandon you know he was, he was not too uh too impressed with it in the beginning but i said you know it's out of our control we know we're eventually going to get home you know, let's make the best of it. Now, ironically, there was someone that we actually knew that was also on the same flight coming from Massachusetts as well, who lives in Deland. So shout out to Kathy Clough. I didn't get to, John actually got to talk to her, but I think that might've been the 20 minutes that I was kind of taking a snooze. And, you know, you, you watch people, how they react, how they handle a situation like that. Part of the confusion was when you looked online, because I always check the flight status, and most people do, before they get to the airport to see if there's some sort of delay or whatever, so they're not waiting at the airport uh, any longer than they have to. It always stated on, uh, on time, and it actually stated on time till, I want to say, like 10 o'clock or maybe even later yeah so, i was keeping an eye on that too and everyone was i mean i had you know I, i'm taking pictures i'm having fun i'm pretending on the flight attendant behind the desk and you know at first we were thinking pretty pretty confident because probably about 808 we saw the pilot and the uh pilots of the first officer coming so i kind of course there's nobody at the gate you know there's no attendant there so i'm kind of behind the desk ducking down clicking pictures and everyone's like what's this crazy lady doing but i thought this is good you know a good vibe so i was obviously chatting about it on social media getting everyone to send out good vibes and prayers and thankfully so many of you did and while you think they didn't work they actually did work because we did obviously eventually get home but the point being so that was kind of like a tease seeing uh the pilot and the first uh first um, officer because they waited for someone security to come to you know give the old key card so they could get on the plane so the plane was there the pilot and the first officer was there but there's no crew so you have an in-flight crew so we're like oh did they all call, call out six so of course there's a lot of jabbering going on and we're just you know I met this nice gentleman uh it was coming in he had this really cool red socks bag you know very uh, probably one in a million. He, he got it like, he said it like 15 years ago as a gift. It was at some boutique and you can't duplicate it. And he talks about uh, with such pride and joy of his Boston Red Sox, which is, you know, one of our favorite teams as well. The joy that when he travels, so many people compliment and he's actually gotten quite a few offers. I think his highest offer was like five or $600 for this bag. It's all cloth. And, he, and, I, and I said, well, I hope you'll never consider that because it's probably one of a kind or one of very few. So we're chatting, we're having this nice conversation and you know, we're talking about you know, if you live there, where you're going home, what's going on, did you have a nice Christmas? And I said, oh yeah, I'm going home and I've got a New Year's Eve party coming up. And John goes, yeah, if we ever get there, he says, we may have to cancel. And I said, well, we were in this predicament years ago, same thing, flight issue, 
I had friends go over, uh, gave them directions on what to do with the prime rib because it is a, you know, it's a big feast and it's kind of the lowest on the fishes. Everyone brings you know, an app, a side, a dessert. So it's not like I'm preparing all the food. I, I pick the few things that I'm going to do and then everyone kind of supplements that. So I said, well, what's the worst case scenario? People just start. So literally that happened years ago where the party had already started and John and I arrived probably almost two hours into the party. Uh, we got there, I think, just in time to eat or something. So it, it does happen. So I didn't, you know, I wasn't really fretting over that. The problem, as I was saying, was the alerts were really weird. So then I had our, our good friend, Laura and Mel, you know, they're like little detectives, you know, officers from New York, retired. And they're like searching every flight tracker around to try to get some accurate information. So ironically, I was not checking my email, but I received two alerts, which I posted on social media, which are really hysterical. So she goes, I've got some bad news for you. It's going to take you 23 hours to get here. I said, what are you talking about? There's no way it's taking us 23 hours on a nonstop flight. She says, I don't know. This is so they, she showed me the alert that she finally found. And sure enough, I did receive an email and uh, it, it really is hysterical. It says that we were taking off at 1224 a.m. and arriving at 12 uh, like a minute later 24 hours later so it would have been just shy of a 24-hour trip obviously it was an error you know who's ever you know they might be short staffed on the computer piece to it too who, who the heck knows and uh so i'm sure they, they had people like calling and you know and then of course people that we were sitting that's what they were saying oh my god oh my god it's gonna take us 24 hours to get home it's not gonna take us 24 hours to get home it's obviously an error in the you know, automated generated email maybe somebody hit you know am pm and it just kind of generated the army time where it's not where, it, where do you think we're going for 24 hours in an airplane it sure as heck is not going from bradley to mco it's just not happening so i was watching everyone you know get nervous or whatever and i'm like i'm just kind of going with the flow so I turn around and there is John, like dead asleep. He's just zonked out. So of course I had to take a picture of him. This man can sleep anywhere. It doesn't matter where. And there's commotion. There's a lot of, you know, chitter chatter. And he's just out, out like a light. And I don't even know what time that was. I want to say that was probably about nine, 9.30-ish. And he was out. He was just, so we, we ended up, uh, when I checked email again, sure enough, around 11.15 p.m., I receive a notice saying, your 855 flight is delayed. So obviously I know it's delayed because it's 1120 now and I'm getting this alert 1115 and it says the actual information. So what happened was plane was there, pilot first, first officer was there, but ironically the in-flight crew that had to take over because our crew was MIA, maybe with the virus, you know, who, who that knows, they were actually coming from Orlando. And they had a delay. So now we're waiting for the in-flight crew. The good thing about it was we didn't have to wait for a plane to be clean because the plane was already there. So the plane was clean. All they had to do was their normal security checks, which really doesn't take that long. So literally you saw them running from one gate to the other. I have to say, uh, you know, JetBlue, regardless of what anyone says, um, the staff, for the most part, is always very super friendly, very accommodating. They came out, they had you know, sodas, which obviously I don't drink soda, but they had water, um, you know, and I went up and I asked, I said, geez, you know, will they, 
give some sort of credit, which I did get an alert that apparently they are going to give some sort of credit. So that is very nice. But the staff was very friendly. Happy New Year. Um, and I don't think there was maybe a few people that went up to the gate and was, you know, convincing with her. Uh, but overall, you know, and it wasn't so much that it was ended up being obviously a four hour delay from when we, we were supposed to take off at 8.55 and we took off at uh, 11.55. So what is that? I don't know, two, three hour delay, whatever, whatever it comes out to be. I don't even know at this point. And uh, so we did. And they, they were very prompt. We got on board. You know, the, the actual flight time is only about two hours and 20 minutes. A lot of people, oh, it's four hours. No, it's two hours and 20 minutes that you're in flight. Uh, we, we landed actually at 2.55 a.m., which was a little bit earlier because originally we thought around 3.20 so they made up some time. So we were, you know, we were appreciative of the pilot for doing that. But then obviously, because this strike is going on, they probably didn't have, who knows who was, who was taking our bags off the plane at that hour early in the morning. So we had to wait like another 30 to 40 minutes. Our service was already there to pick us up. So literally we pulled into our driveway at 5 a.m. Well, when you've had a few little cat naps, you know, I'm not super tired. I'm tired, but I'm not super tired. So I unpacked. John goes, how much are you going to unpack? Can we do this in the morning? I go, it is in the morning. <laughs> I go, people are getting up. Do you realize people are getting up? And it was just this odd feeling. Do I go to bed? Should I just stay up? So I did. I unpacked three quarters of everything. Still have a little bit more to do. But actually, it's all actually all unpacked now other than my carry-on. And uh, so I finally fell asleep about 6 a.m. Got up at 8.30 and, uh, you know, about to do my three steps. I'm going to do it earlier than I normally do it because I need that, you know, good, clean energy. But, you know, all in all, you have to expect delays with travel. And especially what's going on nationwide, they're saying apparently this is going to occur until uh, somebody's mentioned January 13th. And I said, great, because I fly out again on January 12th. And I'll embrace it I mean, because it's out of our control. And what do we always chat about on Two Sisters? We tell you. And we take our own advice. We're not in control of these things, but we're in control about that way we act and how we react. And I said, you know what? I'm going to put it out in the universe, uh, get all my friends and family uh, and sending me those good vibes. And, you know, I was chatting with people, uh, you know, I, a couple of people, you know, there's some people in wheelchairs, hey, do you need a water? Uh, you know, you just, you, you just be kind to people in that situation because there are people that are very stressed out. And so overall, you know, was it an inconvenience? Of course it was, but, you know, I survived, John survived. We didn't like croak over and, you know, the one thing that was pretty cool about it though, I did go out, I was smart this time. I forgot my neck pillow and I got a really good one this time. And I actually bought it before we left. And then it had, the, it had these gel, you know, I wear that you could, so I actually had those on at the airport at one point. And I said, oh, yeah, because the, the lights in the airport are kind of funky. And I thought, well, let me take a little 20 minute nap, but they're fluorescent. So they bug my eyeballs. So I put that on and, you know, between, you know, and I didn't really, I didn't wear the mask at the gate at all. I just didn't. Uh, I, I don't normally. And, um, but I kind of had it like, you know, under my chin and then I had this big thing over my eyeballs. And, and then I was you know, kind of, I was cold. And uh, so I had it like a sweatshirt kind of. So I, I, I eat out for about 20 minutes or so. Got enough to kind of get me through that hump. Um, and, you know, there's still hours left of 2021, guys. And, you know, you cannot let things that are not in your control get in the way of you letting go. 
let go of that baggage that those feelings because you're starting you're on the last friday of 2021 it happens to fall on fantabulous friday so that should make you feel good this is a day to celebrate you how did you what was your last week in 2021 uh, did you you know stay committed to your goals I love, you know, what you said yesterday, Janice, healthy doesn't take a vacation. Healthy lifestyles don't take a vacation. They don't uh, ever. So, you know, did you kind of like kind of maybe fall off the wagon a little bit during Christmas and Hanukkah time or whatever you celebrate? And did you use this week to say, you know what? I'm not waiting for the ball to drop. You know, I'm going to be the ball juggler. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be throwing the balls up. Forget this coming down. I'm going up. And I, I say that in so many aspects of life, we're always waiting for like the balls to drop, the, the, the shoe to drop, the, this to drop. Well, how about if we reverse that energy and go upwards and say, what can I control to make it better? Because I can't control what's going on. So hopefully all of you took our advice. Uh, let's go through it. Monday Mindset, uh, tri uh, Triumph Tuesday, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, Trending Thursday. We have some great things trending that Jan shared. And fantastic right. So this is a day we pat ourselves on the back. You pat yourself on the back and say you did a good job and that you're ending this year on a positive note that you're not going to let the negative garbage from 2020 infiltrate your mindset into 2022. What do you think, Jan? Oh, exactly. And, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, for every action, there's a reaction. <laughs> so why not take control of that? You know, we, we often say, oh, um you know i'll be better when this happens as if we're waiting for something to happen but why not create the intent of making something happen versus the reaction to it so being in this situation like that as far as traveling goes sure we've all had those instances where yes it's frustrating but you know what am what am i going to do about it and i can clearly remember one time <laughs> excuse me being in the airport and literally this somebody like just totally freaked out and that was very awkward for me to watch that like well because don't you find too when you see someone acting like that i mean let's face it we have those those moments that you just want to scream hopefully you're doing it in the privacy of your home, own home because you know you're having that moment you need to release that energy but I agree with you when you see it in public. It's almost, yeah, well, and it's it's sad. It's frightening. And then, of course, you know, with everything going on in the world today and, you know, um, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of, I look at the different trends with, with certain things, of course. And I've noticed a lot lately, you know, through um, the video feed through, different social media such as facebook where you can watch different videos um youtube whatever it may be the increase <laughs> excuse me of course in air rage like is just i, I like shaking my head like why well why we know why but you have to wonder i know i wonder i wonder the mindset of that person in that moment to treat somebody so belligerently to flip out when you are on an airline now <laughs> we all don't like the masks many of us don't like the masks i should say i don't like wearing a mask but if i'm 
flying. I know that <laughs> I got to wear a mask. What am I going to do? I sign off on that. That's the point I'm trying to get at. If you sign off on that, but you're going to get on the air, the, the airplane and make everybody around you miserable because you don't want to do what you signed off to do. I have an issue with that. So, well, you know what I have to say, not, there was not one passenger that <laughs> complained about that. Like I said, no one, That's good. I mean, there were a few, there were a few people at the gate wearing them, but for the most part, most people were not wearing a mask uh, at the gate. And, you know, they were, it's funny because you hear that constant, you know, federal law mandates and then, you know, then, you know, be social distancing. I'm like, hmm, I think I need to like update that because how do you stay six feet apart on a plane? It just doesn't exactly yeah. work. You just kind of shake, shake your head. It's like things that make you go, hmm. And as a sidebar to that, here's something about something, but nothing about nothing, which of course has something to do with somebody occupying 1600. Oh boy. So I get a, <laughs> a news alert and I looked at it and I went, what? It was just one of those, like who- Oh shit moments. <laughs> it was like, who uh, decides these things? Like really, like, does that make sense? I, I asked myself, does that make sense? And no, it does not make sense. It was something to the effect that um, the IRS will now require, you know, because with all the looting like that's been going on, you know, especially in California where I think it's if it's a thousand dollars or nine hundred dollars or less, they're not going to prosecute you. They now have to claim that on their taxes. The person who stole it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't pay attention to any news alerts. I did get something from the IRS or, you know, from uh, some sort of news breaking thing through email. So maybe that's what it was. I deleted it. I didn't even look at it. Um, yeah, we, you know, we, we, these are things we can't control. Um, and so now I kind of use that as humor tools because it doesn't make sense, obviously. The other thing that does not make sense, and this is actually very serious, the uh obviously in new england for for two weeks there are a lot of nurses that i personally know that are um actually struggling and I'm, I'm actually gonna share uh what she said um because it truly was uh remarkable coming from the perspective of a nurse uh, you know and and they're frontliners right they they're they are to care for people to care for the sick for the injured um, and this is actually a quote uh, from Kelsey, and she says, okay, I'm done. These new guidelines are a joke. I've been pretty quiet about all this, but I can't let this one go. Please, someone help me understand. Why are we terminating our healthy and experienced unvaccinated nurses during a pandemic? Because we are a danger to the patients and our coworkers, but now, we are allowing COVID positive nurses to go into work and care for sick patients. Not only is this the most absurd thing I've ever heard, but what about the nurses? Uh, she says, you, you know, let us stay home while we are sick. Let us recover so we can help the sick. We are human beings too. I'm so sick of being treated like a robot 
uh, and not a person. We can only take so much. Guess what? You once again need us now more than ever. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want my sick family member being cared for by a nurse who was COVID positive. You know what's dangerous? Not having enough nurses to take care of sick people. Nurses taking care of eight, 10, 12 patients at a time. Nurses leaving the field left and right because they can't take it anymore. One in five nurses or 18% of nurses have left their career during the pandemic. This does not include nurses that have been terminated due to, not, uh, due to the vaccine mandate. This is an alarming number to say, to, uh, this is an alarming number to say the least. The healthcare industry is a scary place right now for both patients and nurses alike. Something needs to change. And this is coming from, you know, a nurse who's in the maternity ward. And it's good to hear insight from those that are the frontliners. And, you know, we were joking about this one alert, how crazy that sounds that the IRS wants the criminal to claim it on their tax return. And then on the flip side, which is very, makes no sense, no common sense at all, but it's very dangerous in it, in it of itself. What is happening? But again, even with these two very no common sense statements, things that are going on, we have to say what is in our control. She's handling it in such a way that she's speaking out on social media. And I believe her post has been shared quite a few times. And you're getting it directly from the messenger, the messenger being the actual nurse that can actually stay with uh, you know, with no bias, no uh, you know, uh, un undocumented information, she's in the front lines. This is impacting her profession, which in trickles down, and again, we have the trickle down, uh, and impacts the patients. So, how do we combat something like that? Well, you speak out. You know, I recently did a post and I revised it about you know, especially New York now, Boston's adapted it with you know, asking for that vaccine card. Well, flip that, you can't control that. You know, the worker is doing what they're told to do. Uh, so you can't necessarily take it out of them, but you could challenge them. You want to see my vaccination card? Well, guess what? I want to see yours. I want to see the managers. And add to that, I would like a tax report. Are you doing drugs? Do you have hep C? Uh, do you have any other disease I need to know about? That's where we are now. That's an absurd thing for a patron to ask. But if they're going to ask you absurd things, ask them, a, you know, you could be very polite about it. You don't have to be rude. Geez, I would like to see your, where's your card? Um, in addition, you know, am I taking my life in my hand because you've got an, a, another underlying disease that I don't know about? That would be absurd for me to ask that. That would be a HIPAA violation. Somehow we've lost that sense of common sense, but we can't control it. So we have to find positive ways to not lay down, Stop the whole complying, stop asking the questions and put the question back to the person asking us this. So if that was the case with the IRS and I was the uh, business owner, I would be taking all of that obviously as a loss, anything that was stolen. But guess what? You know, what if you, what if you are a, a person that you had somebody snatch your purse? Well, 
I want a tax deduction because someone on the street snatched my purse. What was the value? This is what it was valued at. So you ask the question, they're, they're going to make it easy for criminals. And do they have a category for that? Because I would like to say that if someone is putting that on their tax return, shouldn't the police now go knock on their door? You've admitted that you've stolen something. You've done it about 30 times, maybe 10 times. They were all undervalued. They were $900 and less. Well, you know, that's, how much does that do the math? And, you know, exactly. And the sidebar to that, which I find really hysterical, is was watching the news coverage on it. And, and I was actually, <clears throat> excuse me, laughing because the point was, um, you know, they're doing this because, you know, COVID and this and that. <laughs> the, uh, the other person on the other side of the coin there said, well, gee, I, I didn't know you could eat a Louis Vuitton. Like, may, like or, in other words, saying to the person, I can't believe you just said that. Like, that makes, it makes Have you sense. seen the videos? Have you yeah. seen, I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen the videos. Yeah. These people are not going in there looking starving, let me tell you. They are doing a little dance. They're celebrating. Um, they're very, uh, very smart. They, they know, let's all wear like a black mask. Let's all wear, you know, black, black, black. Everything's got to be black. So you can't identify who the person is. They got a black mask on. They're covering their face. They, they're, they're all, they always come out doing some sort of uh, dance of celebration. These are not starving people. Right. These are not, uh, you know, and I've seen some very overweight, dare I say, fat, obese people running in. I've never seen them run so fast. Grab, you know, snatch, grab and go. Well, man, if you can go in and steal from somebody else, steal from your neighbor, steal from your community, steal from the local business person, and you can run that fast, being that fat, get in a gym. Try running for something that's good like your health, your wellness, your mindset. Stop using your, you know, and, and, and you'll see a lot of them overweight. They just push their way in. They have no problem moving. No problem moving when it's called snatch and grab. Crazy, it, crazy. Absurdity, absurdity. And I'm saying that incorrectly, of course. It's okay. Of, it's just, again, things that make you go, hmm. Mm. So on that note, you know, it has been an amazing 2021, lots of good things um, coming our way, 2022, and we wish you all a very happy, prosperous, healthy, healthy new year. On that note, my name is Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0, goodbye 2021, and I'm with two... This does, and this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss, back in the back in my home stretch, back where I thrive in. Uh, yeah, you know, we got a big year coming up. Uh, starting, I'm the contestant with the Ultimate Thriver, so I'm going to be chatting a lot about that. We are going to start doing a little segment on maybe sharing some good healthy recipes with you. We've got a lot in store. Uh, today is a day to celebrate. Uh, the year, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pleasant, the blessings, and there were many blessings. If you are sitting here and on this day, this last day of the year, and you haven't found one blessing in 2021, I suggest you go put on some earbuds, put on some good music, and, the, and listen to yourself breathe. 
that is a blessing. With that, we will see you on Monday. Uh, you, I'm sure we're going to see some pictures flying around. We want you to have a safe, healthy, happy 2021 ringing into 2022. Uh, make sure, we shouldn't have to say this, but we will say this, uh, if you had too much to drink, too much of a beverage, you know, it's not worth it. Uh, call an Uber uh, or make sure that you have a designated driver. Enjoy the evening, but don't let it get so out of control that you feel like crap on New Year's Day. That is my goal. Uh, not, and not that I ever really, I don't really feel like crap. I'm a little tired from New Year's Eve, uh, but I, I want to be mindful to tell all my friends and family, uh, it's not worth it. You know, partake, have a good time, everything in moderation. Uh, you know what? And if you don't feel like it, you can do it cheers with a club soda. You can do it cheers with an OJ. You can whatever floats your boat. Doesn't have to be champagne, doesn't even have to be a cocktail. Uh, you know, make it a mocktail and make it a good one. But anyways, we'll see you Monday. Take care, everyone. Happy 2021 out the door. Let's embrace 2022. All right. Bye, everyone.